Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1233 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Uh, Dave Campbell, pinch hitting for uh, Brendan Escott. Those of you uh, that are uh, familiar with 630 Jed and the Edmonton Eskimos that they know that Dave's the uh, color analyst for the Eskimos. By the way, Dave, I, I don't know if you know this, but mm-hmm. uh, in his current incarnation, Steven Seagal, has anybody ever said you you look a little like Steven Seagal? No. Yeah? I like that. Do, do you? Yeah. yeah. I should grow my hair out long. Well, he's... Now, he's. Can you defend yourself the way Steven Seagal allegedly? And apparently, the word allegedly often gets brought up with Steven Seagal, but. I, uh, I could defend myself, but not in Steven Seagal methods. No. No. It's, uh, I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> he, I, where would he rate in terms of the action stars of the. Uh, oh, boy. The late 80s and throughout the 90s? Is he uh, like. He was probably. Four or five? Him, it was him and uh, Jean, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Right, but apparently Seagal was actually legit and Van Damme was all... Play- somebody can text us. You can text us on our Heartland Ford text line. Rate the actual legitimate toughness of the various action stars because I believe Seagal actually had the most training. Yeah. He's probably the worst actor, but I think he had the most training. So now, Jackie Chan had some North American oh, movies, but yes. his was more choreography after a while. Right. And he was in a, a ton of martial arts movies, of course, back in his homeland. And he was he's very good, obviously. Right. Very, very good. Uh, but he was more like, uh, it, this is supposed to look good kind of thing. And it did look good. I mean, Rush right. Hour is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, I, I, with Chris Tucker. Right. You know? So... I'd like to know what people think. Texas at 630-630. We're going to bring a guy who is his own, uh, reg- let's face it, he's an action hero himself every Saturday night uh, <laughs> on uh, Hockey Night in Canada with NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet, courtesy of our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino, who again have uh, 54-40 on December 29th, and on uh, New Year's Eve, a Paul McCartney tribute, Live and Let Die. All right, Elliot, how are you doing? Did you like that uh, segue? Yeah, it's a lie, but it's it's really good. I like that. I'm going to imagine myself as that right now. Yeah. I have to t- I have to tell you though, like toughest guys, I'm Chuck Norris. Yes. Like Chuck Norris, legit, legit tough guy. Right. Legit tough guy. So he would be probably atop my list. Yeah. I mean, Bruce Lee's been gone for a long time, but he... Yes, well, he was, yes, absolutely. He might have been on another level than all those other guys. Yes, and the other guy, yeah, I'm not going to argue with you against Bruce Lee. Right. But the other guy is, uh, what's his name? He's a Mexican actor, Danny Trejo. Like, he's a legit tough guy, too. Now, was was he not in prison? 
Yeah, San Quentin. Well, who's the guy that did the Grant Fuhr? Uh, oh, Adam Scorgi. Is he not doing a uh, documentary about Trio, or has he not done one on him? Uh, I don't know the answer. I, I, th- I thought he was doing one on him. Interesting stuff. Uh, you know what? You can text us on our Heartland Ford text line, 630-630. Draft up uh, your, uh, your draft list for the, the top uh, action hero tough guys. And uh, we will get a, a fair amount of response from that as well. I can tell you that's uh, that's inevitable. So what's going on? We got an NHL trade freeze. Uh, by the way, we're already getting uh, uh, just 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 here we go. Uh, j- very quickly, uh, Elliot. Just for you, uh, what about Arnold, Mister Universe? Uh, uh, Larry says Segal was the first white American to open up his own. Uh, there's a special. I, I believe it's called Hokkaido Studio in Japan. And he was okay. the best fighter. Uh, Chuck Norris was a seven-time world karate champion uh, prior yep. to acting. Uh, Steven Seagal, a real sheriff uh, down south. Uh, and now we're getting uh, the Bruce Lee uh, votes coming in. Th- these are these are the sort of wonderful things. Usually you do them in the summer, not on uh, you know the, <laughs> the Christmas break that's coming up. But it, I just I looked over at Dave and thought, you know what? He looks a bit like Steven Seagal right now. With uh, and but the you know the the late fifties, early sixties version of Steven Seagal, not the you know uh, Kelly LeBrock sort of. 28 to 30 year old. I have, well, I was going to say, I can tell you Dave has probably aged better than Steven Seagal. Oh, I think uh, they've aged about the same, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Dave a long time, 25 years. So, <laughs> And I'll tell you, Alice, you know, who, uh, you know who's a legit tough guy that you would never notice just sort of looking at him is Ed O'Neill from Married with Children and Family Guy. Oh, really? He's a, yeah, apparently he's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. And I remember this now because if you've ever seen the documentary I Am Bruce Lee, apparently, uh, I, if, I, if I'm quoting him correctly, apparently he says on there that getting like his black belt was as, not as good as having like children, but it was next after that. So I think he's a legit tough guy. We're getting some more uh, texts coming in on our Heartland Fort text line. Van Dam actually fought in mixed martial arts. Uh, his record was forty-four and four. Is that right? He was forty-four and four uh, out of Calgary. Oh. Stallone. Uh, he's saying Schwartz, uh, Norris, uh, Van Dam, and then Bruce Willis. He's rating the sort of guys based on their acting abilities. Somebody is—is is it, it? Is it Benicio or Bene, uh, Del Toro? Benicio Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Uh, what is what is that? It, there's been two of the movies where he plays uh, deals with a Mexican drug cartel. Have you seen those? Yeah, Sic- Sicario. I haven't seen the second one. Right. The first one is a great movie. That is a great movie. If you haven't seen it and you like that kind of action stuff, it's excellent. The music is excellent. The drama is excellent. Uh, all the characters are great in that movie. Emily Blunt's great in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Brolin is great in that movie. Uh, Josh Brolin. That is a, that is an underrated great movie, and he is the definitive anti-hero in that movie. Yes, because yes, he, is. he he crosses what we would consider to be good guy uh, morality in one specific scene that is 
a little bit tough to stomach. So, but uh, nah, don't be so wimpy. Uh, well, speaking of wimpy, <laughs> and I got By the way, you're on the same show today as Brian Burke. I did you a favor. I'm saving oh, Wayne. I'm saving. I'm saving Wayne Gretzky for later in the week because I was thinking of putting him on today too. Oh wait, I better reach out to Oilers PR to okay that. <laughs> but uh, uh, with all seriousness, Jujar uh, Kara gets a two game. Let's just go through the sequence. He's okay. he smokes Vince Dunn with a hit. Vince Dunn. Uh, they go back to the front of that. Vince Dunn cross-checks Kara. So mm-hmm. Kara turns around and cross-checks him, and Vince Dunn goes in a prone position. And Kara gets the two-game suspension. Now, where I come from, Elliot, i got to tell you, mm-hmm. if you're going to cross-check me like that because you can't take a hit, don't act like a little baby when I cross-check you back. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and I just, is this the direction? Like, right now the NBA is tougher than the NHL. Yeah, I'm serious about this. I don't like the stick work and frack, but that's what happens. We've gone so far out of our oh, way. Come on, Bob, give me. A- I'm having some fun with you. <laughs> you only cross-checked him in the side of the head, Elliot. Yeah, I mean, look, like, like honestly, it went beyond Vince Dunn not being able to take a hit. You can't, you, you can't have that. You, you, I mean, Kara's a really good, honest player. He made a mistake. I'm sure he'll never do it again. There's nothing he, wrong with what he did. It buys him. Uh, you know what? He gets a two-game suspension. Yeah. That's not going to mm-hmm. hurt him long term. It's going to show guys, hey, I don't take any. You know what out there? Well, I think the only thing you're worried about, Bob, is, and I'm sure you know Hitchcock and those guys will tell him, you don't want. Kara helps you. He's a good player. Yes. You don't want guys goading him in to take like to taking penalties to doing that. You've got, um, you know, you've got a lot of big games now between here and the end of the season. You've played yourself into the race. It's gonna every night's gonna be a big night for the Edmonton Oilers. You don't want people saying, "Hey, if you jab this guy, you can goad him in, into taking a, a bad penalty." So that's that's the thing you're going to say to him. And I'm sure he's going to understand that there were consequences. He's not going to do it again. But one thing, Bob, I I want to completely disagree with you on is that the league is soft. As a matter of fact, this league has taken a hard turn in the last month or two. It's noticeable. And I I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if the coffee shop conversations are the same in Edmonton as they are in Toronto, but a lot of us here are, have really taken note that this league is taking a tougher edge. And I have to tell you, we have a theory, and I don't know if it's coincidence, but, you know, the concussion lawsuit was settled at least to a point where the, the people yes. involved in it uh, can decide if they want to take the settlement. And ever since then, um, th- I think there's been a real change. Like, this is over. Let's go. And I, I don't know if it's – I don't even want to go there. I just, I just think that there's been a change in the last little while, and some of us ourselves have wondered if it's got anything to do with the lawsuit okay. now being out of the way. Do you know what I've always found interesting? Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think Batman has been the driver to eliminate fighting from the NHL? Not the driver, but he's certainly involved in the conversation. Hey, don't forget Colin Campbell, who's as tough as they come. Yeah. The guy who once got into a boxing ring with Bob Probert wondered aloud a few years ago if it was time to stop Okay. This. Here's where I'm going to go with this, because there's this okay. perception that, you know, Batman, while we can't sell fighting in the U.S. Okay. And don't forget, the players don't want fighting out either. No. And the last I- time they voted, that we know of, 
there was it was a, a poll that was done in conjunction with Hockey Night in Canada. Right. And one of the questions the players were asked internally by their own players association was, "Do you want fighting out?" And they voted 98% to 2% to keep it in. That's because the players still need to legislate what happens on the ice. And I, I got no problem with that. Nor do I. But there is yeah. this this perception, well, we can't sell fighting in America. And I'm like, that's, are that's, you are you, And I'm like, are you kidding me? Of <laughs> you know, of what we consider to be first world countries. The United States is amongst the most violent countries on the planet. How is it possible? Like, come on, man. I don't buy that for a second. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't buy that either. UFC is hugely popular, and nobody's running away from that. I, I just think that the the one thing though is that, and the the reason that Campbell said it at the time, if you'll remember, was because he was seriously worried about somebody getting hurt. Right. And there is something like look, like you looked the other night that game Washington Pittsburgh, which yes. was a hell of a game, one of the best games of the year. You know, like don't, don't think there aren't people who looked at. You know Wilson and and uh, and Alexiak that weren't extremely worried about what that could have meant for Alexiak, and and now he's out of the lineup with a concussion. Yeah, like you know, like that's not good either. Okay, so like I still think there's, I, I think there's a lot of, I don't know, uncomfort with fighting or whatever it is. I don't know what the right word is. I think people want, I think there's a lot of people in the game and who are fans of the game who want the game to be tougher than it's been. Okay. Well, one of them's but, probably coming up right after you, and that's going to be Brian Burke. Yeah, and I understand. I got no, I got no issue with that. And, you know, I, I think I want the game to be tougher. Than, I, I, think that, I think there have been too many games that haven't, that haven't had that edge to them. But... The problem is, and we've all seen this, is when it goes the other way and people get hurt, Yeah, they, people don't have the stomach for that either. You can't well, I, have it both ways. Yeah, I remember when McIntyre uh, knocked out, what's-his-face from Calgary, Ritas uh, Ivanins. And yeah. It was, you know, in, in, in the, when the punch gets in, Jack Michaels is as good I mean, he loves boxing. He, I mean, he, Howard Cosell was his idol growing up, which explains mm-hmm. a lot about Jack. In ter- <laughs> no, it does. And, and you know, because Howard drove to be the best, but Howard also had a lot of belief in his abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, hey, there's people. Was it the Norton fight with Ali that, that you know, people thought that Cosell sold in Ali's favor that Norton had? Anyways, I digress. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact is, I remember, like, you know, Jack can really call a fight and. You know, McIntyre knocked Ivanins out, and he knocked him right out of the NHL in that fight. Yeah. And it was scary when he was on the ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the Pittsburgh thing is going to bring me to trade talk. Yep. Pittsburgh and Toronto, two yep. teams, two teams with talent. Penguins just lost Alexiak. I know Darren Dreger uh, spoke in the NBC broadcast that night that uh, he, you know the Penguins had moved Ryan Reeves out because Reeves wanted to get back out west. Mm-hmm. Could you foresee either Toronto or Pittsburgh? in the market for a little bit of roof and S on their uh, fourth line just to change the dynamic a bit because of the physicality of a team like Washington? I think in Toronto it's hard to see that happening because it, I don't think it's Dubas's way. I, I don't think that, you know, if, if you look at his history, and he actually talked about it this week, you, you go back through his years at Sault Ste. Marie in the Ontario Hockey League, his, his years when he ran the Marlies in the American Hockey League before he got the top chair with the Leafs, um, 
he was he's constantly been hounded for that. Uh, you know, you have to add more toughness, and he doesn't. Um, you know, and he just he doesn't really believe in it. Now, I, I could see the possibility of him adding a guy who's got like a bit of an a bit of an edge, but I just don't see him going out of his way to seek it just for the point of it. Pittsburgh, I can absolutely see it. Um, and I, I just think that Pittsburgh is going to be active because I think they, they the Pittsburgh A believes as long as Crosby and Malkin are our primes, we're going, we're going for it every year. I just don't think they like their mix right now and will do things, but I could absolutely see it. You know, it's funny you mentioned Reeves because, Bob, the, the morning after that game, I was chatting with a GM and he said that um, they spoke to Reeves. Uh, or at least pursued the idea of Reeves last summer. And they thought about it as Tom Wilson protection. Like, we have to get this guy. Because they're a team that would face uh, Washington quite a bit. Right. He says, we need this guy as Tom Wilson protection. And Reeves said, you know, thanks. I, I want to go back out to Vegas, where he ended up, although he was very close to going to Calgary. And I think Calgary was disappointed they, and upset they didn't get him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it's interesting. I, I don't think you're the only guy. It was interesting to see here, here a team kind of admit to me privately that that's, we thought about it for that exact reason. You know, Wilson's a guy. You know, he's a guy that whether you like him or not, He's a guy that you have to game plan for. Now. Oh, you know what? I don't. I wish Matt Kachuk was on the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. I don't like the axe sometimes against the Oilers, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that I don't. Hey, that guy's a great. And in terms of Wilson, at times he's been a spot pick. I'm surprised in the result in that fight with Alexiak, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Uh, mm-hmm. And we know that Ryan Reeves is. I mean, we we had Al May on yesterday, and Al does our show once every two weeks, and he's as old school as there is. Yeah. And Al. Uh, Al has told us before that Reeves has had Wilson's number. And that's, yeah. you know, I mean, the Oilers have, I mean, it's interesting. The Oilers have Lucic at $6 bucks, and for the hardcore analytics types that are maybe down that Kyle Dubas school, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even when Milan was putting up 20-plus and 50 points, which all in Edmonton turned out to be only the one year, I mean, there are people that just hate that aspect in the game. But ironically enough, you talked about Calgary. Why do they want Ryan Reeves? Well, part of it was because Milan Lucic and the Oilers physically had their way a bit with Calgary at times over the last three, you know, two and a half seasons. Mm-hmm. And the game back here in Edmonton when the Oilers won one nothing, Matthew Kachuk was really quiet that night. Mm-hmm. And if you know, my guess is there were some things said on the ice in the final thirty seconds of that game down in Calgary mm-hmm. about who was going to get it next if he didn't settle mm-hmm. down. That they mm-hmm. weren't going to worry with him, so it's still. Pro- and by the way, Elliot, I think Edmonton will be a team in the new year mm-hmm. that looks to try to find a way to improve. Who Why else? Not? Yeah, I mean, I, I. By the way, you know the 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 Marlies did sign Tom Sestito to a personal uh, yes. to a PTO, and uh, I got to tell you, when we reported that, seeing some of the reaction on Twitter was was pretty hilarious. It was it was really something. There were a lot of Toronto fans who thought that you know they were the the purebloods of hockey that couldn't handle that. We were kind of laughing about it. 
the Flames got like three guys like that down on their minor league team. <laughs> I know, they got a tough team in Stockton, man. Like, yeah, I mean, when Prout do. was down there and uh, Peluso last year, they had Gazdick. Like, they, they've, they, I mean, that Lomberg is a he's a tough guy too. He's yeah. he's who was the, he's like Dennis Polonich. He kind of you know he's sort of the modern day you know middle heavyweight that runs around and stirs stuff up. All right, which big name mm-hmm. after Christmas? Is mm-hmm. going to be the first to be going. I, you know, here, here's the tough thing with answering that question is, I had a conversation with a GM the other day, and I said, "There's so many rumors and so many talks. Like, when is this finally going to move?" And he was saying to me that um, one of the problems is that you get your owner who says to you, "Look, I understand you got to make moves, and uh, you got to do what's best for the future of the team, but." The one thing he was asked was, if you get a super move for X guy on his team that you're, they're going to trade, you got to do it. But if it's not any better now than it will be later, I wouldn't mind if you didn't do it because we've got to give our paying customers reason to come to the games. So, and he says he's not. He says he he talks to other guys, obviously. And that's not the only owner who says that. Um, They say, look, you've got your fans, you buy your season's tickets, okay, your year's not going really well, but that doesn't mean they don't want to come watch the star players on their team, maybe for the one night a year that they have a ticket to go to a game. So, Or somebody says one day, I want to watch, for argument's sake, I'm just throwing this out, I want to go watch Tarasenko, let's go see him. So I think what ha- what's happening, Bob, is all these guys are collecting their ideas, but unless someone really blows their socks off right now or says, I've got to have this guy right now, we're probably marching along until something gets knocked loose. So I think it's a difficult prediction to me, for me to make. I, I think I have an idea of which guys are going to go or are seriously in play, but to say one's going first, all right, Coles, I can't answer that one for All right, so give me a Coles Nose version in one minute or less. Who's in play, in your opinion? I think some, I think a lot of guys in St. Louis. Okay. It, does, it doesn't mean they're all gone. It just means that they're going to listen on them. I, I thought it was really interesting the other day in the Athletic, uh, Jake Muzzin kind of admitted that he knows that this might be his time. And he's had a and he's had a great season this year. He's been really good. So I think there's a couple of guys right there that you're looking at and saying, "Man, those are some guys who can make big difference down the stretch for somebody." Yeah, I believe they'll be holding on off, uh, to Kopitar and Doughty. Uh, so any Dreamweavers out there? And I'm not so sure Quick's getting dealt either. Yeah. I hear very different things on him. I've had some people saying yes and some people saying no. I think he ends up getting moved. So, okay. Elliot, uh, we'll be watching you Saturday night. Thank you for doing uh, the show. Have a terrific uh, holidays. And mm-hmm. you know what? We do have a show next Friday. Can you make okay, it? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'll be around. I'm, we're going, we're, I'm taking my family to New York for four days, but I'll be back. So it's fine. Have a wonderful time with your family, Elliot. Yeah, you too, Bob. Have a great Christmas. And everybody in Edmonton, thanks for listening. Have a great Christmas, great holiday. Hope everybody there gets lots of great presents. All right. Great stuff. That's Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Bob Stoffer with you. And I want to mention to you, 
You can book with new ass travel Oilers fans going to Oilers Roadies. One in Vegas, one in Nashville. See the Oilers playing two of the most exciting arenas in the National Hockey League. These packages include airfare, accommodation, game tickets, a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, uh, transportation, a welcome reception with yours truly. We'll have special guests there. We've had some great guests over the years and parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Limited space to get on these road trips to see Nashville and Vegas for the Oilers now roadies. Call the travel experts at New West Travel 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. Second hour of the show, we'll be hearing from Brian, Bur- uh, Brian Burke and Evan Bouchard. A reminder, Brian's appearance is brought to you by our friends. Oh, yes, indeed. I lost, where's the, well, it is Canadian Power Pack. So Canadian Power Pack brings you the uh, Brian ba- uh, Burke uh, feature every Thursday on Oilers Now, but we moved him to Friday by his request. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.